This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning, DNA. I am Aaron Dice, the man of a single black shirt. She is the Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And we were on the wrong side, but now we are fixed. <laughs> and we're here to find out uh, what the morning of May 10th, 2021, is made of. Uh, do you ever stop and think that it's 2021? Being humans of our age who have been around a few years, you know, mm-hmm. there was a time, uh, I can only speak for myself, I am older than you. Where I was like, ooh, 2000 is going to be fun. It's going to turn. We're going to see it turn into 2000. How cool is that going to be? And now it's like 2021. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. Time keeps going. That's a thing. I don't think about time. Yeah. Yeah. I just that don't. doesn't surprise me. That no. doesn't surprise me at all. I live in my moments. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I forgot. I mean, I, for, I often forget what year it is, what month it is, what day it is. I wake up. I look at my calendar at some point and I think, oh yeah, this is all the stuff I've got to do. And then I just tackle whatever's in front of me. <laughs> I don't yep. always operate no, like that. It. There are some times whenever I am on my A game, I don't even know if I would call it my A game. I would call it my someone else's game that I have adopted for myself that I make work for me for a time. And it goes mm. really well for a short, like for short speeds. Right. But um, I am getting better at looking ahead. I am getting better at thinking about stuff like that. But yeah, no, my days are just, it's, okay, it's a great place gotta, to be. Got to put clothes on my kid today. Let's do this. Yeah, it, there is, it depends on your reason for being in the now. I think a lot of times because there is a tyranny of the urgent that can happen where you're always thinking about now because it's the only thing you can think about, Right. And that can be unhealthy down the line because then you look back and go, I missed everything because it was just tyranny of the urgent, right? Yeah. But what you're talking about is just being present <laughs> in your present, you're not right? Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm super present yeah. right now. You can tell. Not distracted <laughs> by chat at all. <laughs> Did you hear a word I just said? Yeah. You were saying some really good stuff. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, it is. It is certainly uh, a uh, 
what is it a metaphor irony something going on the something fact like that, that you weren't in the now while i was talking about being in the now no i was in a different um, level of now you were in a different now you were just not able to multitask now. yes I, I totally get it i was what i want to know i was now adjacent <laughs> <laughs> no you were just in a different now and that's fine <laughs> what i want to make sure that we're that we pay attention to especially is like parents and relationships and all that kind of stuff is like there is a thing that happens where you get down the line and you're like, where did the time go? Yeah. How how is my child graduating from high school? How are they, you know, out of the house now? And like, did I take it? So there is something that happens if you're like forced to be in the now in a negative way. Yeah. That can can have negative consequences. But I don't think that's what you're doing. I think you're just I hope saying, not. you know, I am aware of my present uh, day, which is very important. And actually, I think helps uh, helps to mitigate that possibility. Because then you are very aware of each moment of your child's life and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I've always been the kind of person that will also be willing to put everything urgent on the side if something more urgent drops in, mm -hmm. no matter the consequences of that. So right. I've, you know, walked away from pretty cra crazy and great projects because something else seemed more important at the time. Um, we've stopped our radio morning show and people have called with a need because mm -hmm. one person's need in that moment was more important than the radio sure. show itself. Sure. So yeah, there's things like that. And I, I think I believe I'll be able to pay attention, but I do worry sometimes. I mean, not in a, not in like a super bad way, just to check mm -hmm. myself. Yeah. I do. I do work a lot. So, yeah. And I work yeah, from cool. home, so it's easy to just walk over in here and you know, forget that I just need to not, even though I can go quickly deal with X, Y, Z, I need to not. Mm -hmm. So yep. I'll work on that, but I'm really loving the chat this morning. Um, it's yeah, good to see hopping. everybody, Nick and JCD and Elizabeth and Ian and Eights, uh, Lolly, Alan, <laughs> Slab, mm -hmm. Lucas, my goodness. Joker. The crew is in the house. Chris Batkinson is here. Icy mm -hmm. My gosh, it's going to be fun today. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us this morning. Uh, we've certainly each prepared a topic uh, that uh, we'll throw out and uh, see if that's something you guys want to talk about. Of course, if you've got a topic you want to talk about or uh, anything you want to uh, ask us, you can save that for the uh, you section of the show. Um, that can absolutely happen then. I did want to mention... Um, Mother's Day love for me. Thank yeah, you I, I did want to mention... Uh, a couple of things that happened in the pre-show. Number one, I think I saw Elizabeth say second shot. Uh, just got the second shot. Congratulations. Yeah, um, Nick wants to know how you're feeling. Yep. So uh, you guys can... Oh, can she already responded. Not... Fine for now. Drink lots of water. Lots and lots and lots and lots of water. It's so interesting. I, you know, I I didn't really have any second shot symptoms at but all you drink lots and lots and lots and lots of water but i do drink lots and lots of water that's true and hold then up, some people hold just up your vuta jug the vuta jug I, i've been watching a show in pennsylvania called mayor of east town so it's it's a wooter it's a wooter jug it's a wooter uh, wooter jug um so yeah so um, it's it's interesting sorry. how everybody responds differently yes so yeah. i also liked this comment that came in while we were chatting from JCD who says, one of these days, I can only assume that Aaron's single black shirt will be the reason that Danae is distracted. <laughs> only if there's a like a single, you know, uh, I was going to say mustard stain, but there would never <laughs> be a mustard stain on the shirt oh unless it came gosh. from somebody else. If you um, ever ate a mustard, 
Yeah. You'll be an old man. You'll be an old man who's lost all your taste buds if that and ever And I'll just happened. be like, all right, spicy stuff, mustard, let's do it. Uh, that would be the distracting part is if there was like, you know, a glob of, you know, something stain. Let's say, let's say a pizza sauce. That's probably the most likely a single, yeah. single, uh, single yeah, stain yeah, yeah. of pizza sauce on the black shirt. Uh, you want to shoe a dough today? Uh-huh. I right. do. We can do that. We Let can us, do that. the show of do, shall we uh, do the show? Can I just say how happy I am that I've kept my space tidy and organized? I know podcast listeners, you don't get to see it, but. Every week I am tasked with showing my space and mm -hmm. I've done a very good job of actually keeping up with the clutter. There's a couple clutter piles here and there, things off screen you don't see, but it's mm -hmm. not crazy. Yeah, no, it's it looks not, great. No, 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 no. I mean, it's getting a little out of control. <laughs> <laughs> off camera, it's just a little out of control. I forgot that I have this space up there and i just looked up i was like no 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 every single space you can't see has something cluttery on it <laughs> every it's, single one of them it's like a two by five rectangle Crap. and it's just Crap. full of stuff yeah. floor to ceiling no I, I need to deal with that i need to deal with that maybe that's something i can try to do i have you know how we talked last week about goals and you'll like put something in front of something else that you get in motivated to do the other thing kind of like trick yourself mm -hmm. I, I i really actually want to tackle that really badly right now and i thought oh, no 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 first okay. i should Hi, do my work uh, <laughs> then i should tackle that we're done with the show Renee has some uh, stuff she needs to do uh so no that's good that you you want to do that stuff i'm loving some of these comments uh know, slap, good, good slap says uh aaron's shirt would be stained red with the blood of his enemies mm -hmm. uh so hard to see you know me very though. well i don't know hard that you know me very well <laughs> oh no you're pretty evil uh ronald says uh aaron aaron the definition of salt is too spicy yep you got mm -hmm. me see ronald knows me ronald you know me salt yeah. is definitely too spicy yeah um i actually one of the things this is going to sound strange i just I, I like bacon i really like it a lot but it's so salty it is just because they have to cure it right and it's just like it's one of those things that i think i would eat a lot more bacon if it weren't so salty so i put yeah. bacon in the oven uh and i could only fit so many on the pan so then some <laughs> of it kind of like st stayed out for round two yeah and justin came over and he was eating he's like this is so good because it was maple bacon so mm. it had that sweetness to it so he's over there and he's just chomping down on the bacon i grab a couple pieces so i get to eat some too set him aside he clears the rest of the bacon he wants more bacon so i tell him you know go just put some more in the oven he had never touched bacon before Oh. So he's over there like, oh, yeah, it's like, slimy stuff, it's, man. It's a lot it's of not fat. slimy. It's it, the texture of bacon. It's just fat. It's cold right. fat, but it's not you wouldn't slimy. Call that slimy. What would you no. call it? How would you define it? What's the word to you would me, use? Slimy is when there's a film over it, you know, and it kind of. Okay. Would you just say squishes. slippery then? Yes. Or... I think it would be. Well, not it, yeah. I mean, kind of slippery. It was. Yeah, it's slippery cold slippery i just don't think it's slimy I th to me cold slippery is like is the slimy? heart of slimy like Maybe the I'm heart just... of like you know but yes you're right there there's usually a residue that's kind of inferred with, with the word slime. slimy yeah, yeah. so I, I get what you're saying but i think there is a but little the texture residue is with so fat. different and then you peel it and if you're not careful you can stretch it as well and so you have to kind of like you know so anyway it's it was a it was a 
moment whenever I'm laughing from the other side of the kitchen while he struggles to peel bacon apart. He's like, ah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Ronald suggests oily. Oily is, yeah, I can see that. I think that's, that's in the slimy category. Right. For me. That's, I think Where it it's is like slimy. your finger slips off. See, because there's just enough. <laughs> this, is like, this, is our, this is our show, guys. There's just <laughs> enough texture on raw bacon that you can peel it away from itself. And to me, that's a clear sign that it's not slimy. Mm. I think I'm sticking <laughs> with slimy. I think they can slimy when it's raw. This is exactly it. Arguing the definition of slime is the kind of content I need <laughs> on my Monday mornings. <laughs> I mean, that's I don't think there's doing. enough texture. I don't think there's enough texture on bacon to take it out of the slimy category. I think it really is. Yeah, slimy. no, I that's, think maybe I, it's like the Venn diagram. It's technically right on the corner. Or yeah, it's like. Like the next step is like seal skin or something like that, where Which it's I've just like Which I've never touched. Slick. Have you touched <laughs> seal skin? Have you never been to an aquarium and like touched a seal? Like, is that not something? Have is that you? Something I, you live near the Bass Pro thing. I just assumed Excuse that they me. had like Hold seal on. experiences. Hold I don't no, know. No, 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 you're not answering the question. Have you touched seal skin? Uh, or are you making an assumption? For some reason, I feel like I have. I know I've touched uh, like stingray skin. That's what. Okay, that's well, what that's I'm different. Thinking. Yeah, that's different. See, I'm I'm looking up the texture of. Seal would you say skin. stingray skin is slimy, or is it just like slick? I would say that it is slick. How and slick slimy ish. Okay, I, then I don't. Then I don't know how bacon is not slimy because that's like the same thing. It's not like there's like a bunch of film on on the you know stingray okay. kind of thing. Uh, the pelt of a seal prepared as smooth grains, soft seal furs have dense fibers with occasional guard hairs that are usually plucked out. So <laughs> I think it would be hairy. I think seal skin is hairy. Yeah, it's probably shocking. like penguins. Yeah. Yeah. But you still haven't answered the question. Have you? I did. I, seal? I think I have. I think oh, I have. Okay, okay. But, I, but I don't. But now I'm questioning myself. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, Slab says, mmm, stingray bacon. No, oh that is not God. what we're talking about here. I mean, so the stingray is interesting because it is, it's got an interesting texture. But if you go back the other direction, I think it would feel different. And also, it's underwater. Right. And so I mm -hmm. feel like the sliminess of it is defined slightly by the water <laughs> that it's in. If it was out of water, I feel like it would be different. I think it's slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, welcome to the show. Oh I will gosh. also tell you, if you're not noticing it, I have been dealing with wife, uh, not Wi-Fi issues, but Internet issues. So I apologize if my uh, feed goes a little wonky. It says my I have low Internet right now. And I'm, I've been trying to fix it, and I have no idea why it's doing it. But apologies if I go a little pixelated. Yeah, you're going a little pixelated, but that's all right. So, well, that's just, all right. I wish I could figure out why that was happening, but I do not know. Hey, remember when I told you I was ready to start the show and then I, I was totally oh, yeah. super wrong? About that? Yeah. Okay, I do so we'll just that. go back to this. Listen, okay. I, I, <laughs> earlier when we were getting ready to start the show, my dog Twix came over to me and did the Twix tap, which is where he jumps up on my shoulder and he starts just pawing at my I saw my it happen. Shoulder. Yeah. And I look at him and I'm trying to teach him how to tell me what he needs. Water, potty, mm -hmm. love. I'm, and yeah. it's really difficult because he looks the same, <laughs> the same in each mm -hmm. instance. It's just... Prayer is an instinct, apparently, that kind of get me through this. So he comes over and he's tapping at me. And I'm like, mm -hmm. it's still early enough in the morning. He's gone to the bathroom recently, but maybe he has to go again. And I say, do you have to go potty? And Aaron, what did you say? I said, no. 
I said, that is clearly a, your attention is elsewhere and I want your attention look. That's what I said was going on there. So, yeah. And I, I, I thought, how would Aaron know? And so mm -hmm. I jump up and I race outside with him to just get him out. He runs down the stairs. He runs out into the yard. He turns around, looks at me and he does, he like squats and stands up within a split second and runs back in the house. <laughs> I was like, what did you just do? So you're right. Oh, okay. He did yeah. not have to go potty. I realize what it is though. Every, almost every day, if I have enough time, I'll jump in the car and go run through the drive-thru for my beloved tater tots uh, of the morning. And so I yeah. think what he is trying to tell me is that I have broken tradition, have broken tradition. And he was mm. mad at, mad at me. Yeah. No, I think he's that's, sleeping that's now. So possible. anyway, I just had to tell you you're right before All we right, continue. Cool. It was really um, important that I completely like derail the show. Sure. Sure. Okay. So you want, you want to shoe a dough? again all right let's do it we're gonna do the dna and yeah. you we're gonna do a Danae topic an aaron topic and a you topic actually several if we have them so if you have anything you want us to talk about any questions you want to ask us that is what we do here we hang out with you yep. answer your questions yep. talk about whatever's on your mind um and bring you stuff that's on our mind and so today you get to kick us off with that what's on your mind today what do you want to talk about i just wanted to ask you guys what your favorite go-to food is because on mother's day you would think that there would have been plans, but I was exhausted. Justin was exhausted. So we just went to our go-to frozen pizza <laughs> nice. for dinner. Frozen pizza for Mother's Day. Super okay. And I think we all have that go-to thing that we'll just like, you know what? I'm just eating this and this is fine. It's you know, not ideal, but it's fine. <laughs> I mean, and I pizza, wonder if frozen pizza is going to win. Well, I'm pretty I think sure pizza it will. will win. I think pizza is that food for most people. It's not frozen pizza for us. Um, it's, you know, quick pizza from one of the quick pizza places like Little Caesars or Domino's or whatever, yeah. you know, we it's can have, we can have a, a pizza in, you know, 10 minutes, you know, just hop on the app and then go pick it up. And, you know, and especially because our life is a little bit, um, different right now because, uh, both my wife and I are, um, Working full time, working long hours, <laughs> and so it's it is more often than not dinner is hey, what do you want to grab? So for my answer right now might even be Taco Bell. I like the Taco Bell app; it's very easy, and I, you know I just run and get really cheap, easy food. Um, and I dig Taco Bell food. And actually, what's interesting with Taco Bell, it's fairly low calorie when you consider like fast food options. Um, you know, a soft taco is under 200 calories. A bean burrito is like 300 calories. Like it's not, you know, it's not like really heavy food, like burgers and fries and that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, I kind of, I kind of dig the, uh, the Taco Bell, uh, idea, you know, one piece of pizza is like 250, 300 calories sometimes. So it's just nice to be able to have, uh, an option that fills me up. That's, that's cheap and also doesn't, uh, diminish my calorie budget. Uh, that I try to be aware of. So yeah, that's probably mine right now. Yeah. We're so, we didn't even want to leave the house. It's like ordering pizza is the next level up. <laughs> and we were at the very <laughs> bottom rung right. for pizza. So I, I will also say, you know, the air fryer has given us a couple other go-tos. Like we always have some frozen shrimp we can throw in the air fryer and like get like really great fried shrimp within 10 minutes. So you know, that's a, that's an easy one. Fried um, shrimp, but you're getting fried shrimp, frozen, frozen fried shrimp. Yeah. But the air fryer makes it taste so like it you're at a restaurant. So it has the breading like, on it. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't magically no, just not, turn regular shrimp. We're not. We're not making into, a batter okay. and then dipping shrimp in it <laughs> and then putting that mess in our air fryer. No. Uh, my favorite. My favorite go-to for lunch right now is speaking of the air fryer is clam strips, fried clam strips. Oh my goodness! Like I'm really digging that. So I'll just throw some of those in the air fryer um, and do that for a quick thing as well. Peanut butter and jelly is another big one. I think we've all kind of got that list of, oh, I can make this real quick. Um, you know what the ultimate is, if I'm being honest? It's a bowl of cereal. Bowl <gasps> okay, of cereal. that came up in chat. Yeah, bowl of cereal is the ultimate. Make this in five seconds. Taste delicious. Any time of the day food that you can just go to. Elizabeth yeah. said that. She was like, cereal. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that that probably is the honest like top of the list answer because it's so quick, easy, mm -hmm. and delicious. So yeah. now lactose intolerant people, I understand yeah. there's a difference. We have to there, have but... special milk. Right. I, I also like how JCD was like pizza next. <laughs> and then also <laughs> added, but peanut butter is a close second. Yeah. That's true too. Peanut butter and yeah. jelly sandwich. That's a good one. I've Definitely. been doing something for my snacks lately that which have turned into my lunches sometimes because I'm just working a lot which is beef jerky and chips. <laughs> and then one of those um, string cheeses that is supposed to be for my daughter. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been doing that too. Uh, lots of good answers. Ronald says recently he's become Burger King for uh, my family. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a Burger King person. Haven't been in a long time. Uh, but I know they have the Impossible Burger now, which I'm hearing a lot about. And people are asking me to try as a super taster to see if it actually you know, tastes like a burger. Uh, for me, um, have you ever tried like the Impossible Burger or anything like that? Today? No, I don't. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's just a it's a vegetarian burger. It's a oh. uh, it's um. So it is possible. It's yes. Well, that's they call it the Impossible Burger. But it's impossible it's like, because it's good and good for you. Yeah, that's the idea. Is like you can't make a burger that tastes this good can't with vegetables. Do that. Um, cauliflower. But I Get that. out of here. <laughs> is there cauliflower in it? I'm sure there is. Oh no. Are you oh, going to no. wait? Have you had one yet? I haven't. People are, I've had people say I should try it and report as a super taster, but I'm just not a, I'm never like thinking about getting Burger King. It's just not something I do. So, um, but that's the same case for McDonald's, honestly. Like, I just, there are just some fast food restaurants I never go to. Um, the only time I go to McDonald's is if somebody else is going there for something. I'm like, I guess I can get an egg McMuffin. Those are good. Um, mm. now that they serve them all day. Yeah, uh, but now they're not special anymore. <laughs> Ian says, deli sandwich. Had one for lunch every day of my childhood. Now it's just a comfort. Uh, Taco Bell is my go-to fast food. You know what's strange? Taco Bell was my first job, and you would think that I would be tired of it since I ate it a lot mm -hmm. when it was my job. Yeah. And I ate it a lot before that because it was a go-to place. I think every Sunday after church, my mom and dad, we all go to Taco Bell. And so we'd sit there as a family and we have lots of, I've got lots of good memories sitting in a Taco Bell with my parents and my brother mm -hmm. just chatting as a family. I think they should and, bring back the old school Taco Bell buildings just for nostalgia. Like I can feel like the design of those buildings in my mind from when I was like <laughs> in high school and stuff. Yeah, we, I mean, maybe that's part of it. I don't know, but there's something about just, there are certain foods that I would think you'd be tired of. But at this point, I, I mean, I still crave Taco Bell. I still crave a specific way of putting um, my food together because whenever I was able to do it myself, I got to make stuff very specifically. 
with the ingredients. So I'll sometimes order the ingredients separate and put it together myself, which is yeah. just which is just dumb and some. But anyway, well, it's one of my favorite things about the app, the Taco Bell app, is you can just design all your food. Okay, hey like, guys, you surprise! This we're sponsored by Taco Bell today. <laughs> <laughs> uh joker says go to food chicky nuggies um yeah i get that mm, i bet they're good nuggies. in an air fryer i bet bear fryer makes great chicky nuggies you know uh, what what i almost bought an air fryer over the weekend impulse. i almost impulse bought one joker says air fryer is the goat of kitchen appliances uh i tend to believe that it's pretty amazing that's greatest of all time just so okay thank you thank you Denny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elizabeth says, if I'm at work, it's Johnny Rockets because it's three doors down from my store. I don't so, know what Johnny Rockets is. I'm going to look that up. It's like a burger place. Oh, it's okay. kind of like a steak and shake, but with a little more shaken. flair. A little more, <laughs> a little more <laughs> shaken, a little less shaken. Less at stake, uh, you know, depending on what's shaken. Uh, let's see. Jacob says Cincinnati style three ways win as our go-to dinner since Cincinnati style chili over spaghetti with cheese. If you don't know, I, I do it. know Jacob. I do know I've been to Cincinnati. Um, there are Cincinnati couple... style three ways wins as our go-to dinner. Mm -hmm. yeah, chili so... on spaghetti mm -hmm. with, with cheese. cheese. Yep. Yeah. The chili on spaghetti thing is kind of Cincinnati style, uh, chili. And then, uh, yeah, you had the cheese for the three ways. I mean, I do like spaghetti. Yeah, it's good. No, it's good. Uh, let's see. A lot of the chat is helping me learn how to ban someone on Twitter. So thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Twitch. <laughs> you can ban people from Twitter? Wow. <laughs> well, That's a power right there. Uh, Caleb says, I'll pop a bowl of popcorn for dinner, but I'm out of kernels. Mm -hmm. So I'll have to run mm -hmm. by the store after work. Popcorn is wow. a big one for a lot of people. I am not a popcorn fan. Uh, many people are surprised by how much I love movies that I also don't love popcorn. It, uh, it, can, it gets stuck in your teeth. Yeah, I really don't like that. The, it's just the, somehow the, the kernel when it pops open, it just it has this tiny little like almost like a contact lens mm -hmm, consistency. It's, it's like a yeah, little kernel but casing. It's really, mm -hmm. really skinny. And yep. just like no matter w what you do, yep. it's it's like nestles itself down on your tooth like. It uh -huh. hugs it. Yeah. It gets between the tooth and your gums. It's just like, I love you. And here, I'm yes. going to live here forever. And then for the rest of the day, you're hurting your tongue because even though it, it's the strongest muscle in your whole body, it can't get it out. It needs help. <laughs> we recently had a conversation about the, about the same thing about uh, Butterfinger getting stuck in your teeth, but you, apparently your tongue can get that out, but it can't get uh, It takes a while. It takes a it while. It's got it's to gotta get in there and get it out. Yeah, anyway. my least favorite thing about that is the only way I ever get those out is with a thumbnail and mm. identifying which tooth it is and trying to figure out how to get it like in there enough to get. It's just it's horrible. I uh, popcorn, unless it's flavored, is not worth it. Like if there's like a really good cheese popcorn or caramel corn, <laughs> it's worth it because the flavor is okay. so good. But yeah. um, but popcorn itself, popcorn, no. guys, yeah. popcorn itself is just butter and salt. That's all you're. That's all you're eating is the butter you know and salt. You, and you know what the chat's doing? Uh huh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I sure know. Is? I'm just saying. Like, take a stick of butter, <laughs> no, pour some no, salt no, no, on no, it, no, and just, no, just no, eat no, it no, instead no. of the popcorn. Is, no, no, no. It is also it's corn. Butter and salt del for, delivery device. It's a popped corn. Remember that part. <laughs> that is. <laughs> there's a crunch to it. Uh, uh, this one's from Icy Poke. I'm partial right. to taquitos lately. Man, 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Lots of fun, uh, like tips here too. Ronald's like ramen, but add ham chunks, half the flavor packet, soy sauce and green onions. Um, I, lots of people have interesting ramen recipes, uh, that, uh, that are good ones as well. I love some ramen. Ramen's not the one I thought about mentioning, but. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, one of my boys loves ramen. He'll just throw some ramen on and that's kind of his go-to. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of people saying the same thing about the Impossible Burger, that it's okay, but they've had better. And so that's not inspiring confidence on my part. Ace um, has an interesting uh, point. He says, he or she says, you have to ask them to microwave it. Otherwise, it gets grease. It gets cooked where meat, meat gets cooked, and then it's covered in meat grease. <laughs> which, which would defeat the purpose for the somebody yeah. who is buying it for vegan purposes or those kind of things. Although, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Wow. Well, there's all that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there's still so much coming in. Uh, Lolly says, I miss chips, uh, chip shop fish and chips. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the boy don't play says, now that you mention it, butter and salt is my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what it is. Uh, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. I also really appreciated Caleb's comment. Danae, for the sake of your tongue, please invest in some floss. <laughs> <laughs> floss does not get popcorn out. I'm sorry. It'll get, it gets wedged in the it gum. Hugs. Remember, like, it, it hugs it. Yeah, it's like a contact lens for your, for your tooth buddy. under your yeah, gum. It's like coming. never coming out. This yeah. is where I live now. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, Aaron, nice. what's your topic today? I think I uh, I think I can throw that up here. Uh, what's your favorite part of being mothered? Any good stories? Uh, I bring this up, obviously, because of Mother's Day. And it got me thinking about gender roles. It got me thinking about the idea of what is mothering? What's it mean? You know, what do we classify as kind of things that our mothers do for us? And just realizing that sometimes that's fathers who fill those roles, sometimes that's friends, you know, significant others. But there is something about that psychological concept of being mothered that I find interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and just curious if, you know, um, there's okay, a part of the that first, that you really like. First thing that popped in my mind was my mom, uh, when I would go to sleep, she would sometimes like pet my back yeah. and my hair. She, yeah. And she'd kind of use her nails sometimes to just sort of just gently. And I love that. And I still love that. Um, Iris has now started to, she'll say, mom, can I scratch your back for you? Mm -hmm. Do you want to? That's great. Cool. <laughs> sure. So she started to, she'll just, you know, she's still getting used to the concept of it. So every once in a mm -hmm. while, she'll just go and like rake it. But, you know, she's learning. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. I find that to be really comforting. And she also will come up and she'll just gently cup my face with her hands and she'll say i love you mama and then and then she'll just walk off and yeah. it's just like this kind of just a sweet soft touch and i feel like that's sort of i know we're talking about gender stuff too but like that's like that that comforting as a concept motherly stuff yeah is that psychologically psychological concept whether it be cultural or, or whatever that we yeah. have yeah i'm totally with you uh i feel the same about being comforted right i think that's a that's a comforted big one is i think a big one but i got yeah. that from my dad and my mom yep um so yeah 
those were, those are important things. But then I also went, part of me went to the, the motherly part where you're like the smother mother part where like, mom, <laughs> now, today, we, did, we can talk about your least favorite parts of being mothered as well if you'd oh, like I, before we start reading the chat i also wanted to give a shout out this is iris's uh necklace she made me this year oh nice and this is the necklace she made me last year and they kind Very of they, cool. they go together as a, like a little yeah. set and she she did this all by herself Oh, that's great. She put, that's she really, put the really beads cool. on. And my my mother, who is very particular about patterns and colors and things being right, uh, when she gave me the first necklace, she was like, I really tried to make sure that it was even, but she I just I she did it herself and I was like, Mom, I love it. It's great. And then for this one, she told me that um she was trying to get Iris to use different color beads because She's like, oh, you could do something different this year. And that way she has something different. I was like, no, this is what I want to do. And I love it so much because it matches. So we got a really good laugh about that because, you know, like, it's okay, mom, you don't have to influence. She's, she's going to do her own thing and I'm going to love it every time. But it, uh, yeah, there's uh so I have a couple mother's day stories um, that I can tell from this weekend, but one is less a story and just more of um, kind of what happened. But as happens in our family occasionally, every few years, one of my sons shares a birthday with Mother's Day. And so that's a really interesting, beautiful thing because they're kind of celebrating the same thing when you think about it, right? I mean, yeah. Mother's Day is because she gave birth to you and you're having a birthday because she gave birth. Like it's this kind of really beautiful awareness of you know, both parts of this celebration, you know, you have life and she gave birth and I don't know. I, I just, I find it really neat when that happens. So we had a big celebration and ordered out like one of our favorite steakhouses and we all got steaks and, you know, made a big uh, evening of it. Um, so that was really fun. The other thing that happened was my oldest son who is now engaged. Uh, he brought over a little gift bag with some like sweet smelling, you know, soaps and different things, you know, for his mom for Mother's Day. And it was really sweet. But whenever he does this, he always starts the conversation with, just so you know, my fiance made me do this. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you don't have to say that. You could just, <laughs> like, uh, you could just do it. Just He's so like, you know, this is not genuine. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it's gen. I don't think that's what he say. What he's saying is this would probably have never happened if I didn't have a fiance who was like, you know what you should do for your mom? <laughs> like, go give her a present, um, which is probably our fault because we are not good like gift people um, mm -hmm. for each other. We've never patterned for them like yeah, how gifts how are part it. of a loving relationship. That's just not something we we do for each other because that it's not meaning as meaningful for uh, us in that way. But um, but it's kind of it's kind of funny that uh, <laughs> that he started to do like more things like that. And then he'll always be like, yeah, this is this is her through me. <laughs> it's like, OK, <laughs> you could just do it and not have the, the excuse. He's but. totally earning the the fiance brownie points. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. It's not a bad. Uh, yeah. Chris says, uh, just in case you don't like this, it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, so those those were our stories uh, from the weekend. Uh, Nick says, my mom isn't the most mothering, quote unquote, but one thing she did a few times was pick us up from school early to go to the movies. And that's how I know she cared. I love this answer 
because it speaks to what we're talking about, how gender roles become these things that we assume what they mean. And there is something about parenting where just being there for your kids Mm -hmm. is parenting, you know, just being transportation is parenting, just, you know, understanding that this is something fun we can do together. And my wife is better at that than I am. Like, she's the one that's like, hey, let's go to an amusement park or, hey, let's, you know, go do this thing. And I'm like, hey, let's never leave the house. And so, like, she she is the one that is more like instigating fun things uh, to do with the kids. And that is, I think, parenting. You know, that's that's love. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad, uh, glad that one came up. I think uh, you're I think you're right about being there uh, in such a huge way. I remember being mm-hmm. told um, it's not about you know, if you're going to watch TV, sit down and like watch it with them. Cause that's all that they really want to have. They want you to be mm-hmm. next to them and be with them. And sometimes, you know, that's a really good distraction. Flip something on. Okay. You watch Tumbleleaf. I'm going to go clean the kitchen. And mm-hmm. then, but she's like, please come back and watch it with me. And she just wants to sit and she snuggles with me. And I love it. Cause mm-hmm. I just kind of get to chill for a sec. She's right there and she's mm-hmm. happy and she'll reach over and she'll just squeeze on squeeze me. It's just proximity I think is mm-hmm. really important. Yeah, I agree. Uh, JCD says, Aaron's topic reminds me of the Campbell Soup commercial where the guy tells his wife his mom would make soup when he's sick and she hands him the phone and says, call her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Elizabeth says, hugs. Hugs are great. I love hugs. I'm I'm kind of the hugger in my family. Um, So, yeah, I kind of mother my my children in that way. Um, But, yeah, I have have a a lot of... uh, what our culture would say are typically feminine uh, traits when it comes to parenting, uh, which is again, part of the reason I mentioned this, you know, I mm-hmm. think I do quote unquote, the psychological idea of mothering. I think I, I do a lot of that. Uh, with yeah. My you you so, have the, uh, yeah. the tears and the emotions. Yeah. And the hugs and the, and the you know, hugs. how you doing? And mm-hmm. yeah. The, how, do you, yeah, how does this make you feel? And yeah, all that kind of stuff. Okay, That's what's the right deeper emotion that you're experiencing right now? Let's yes. talk about that. Yeah. Which is why uh, I always run away from Aaron's conversations. <laughs> uh, this is a great one, too. Caleb says, I was homeschooled, so the most motherly thing my mom did was teach me and my siblings. Aww. Another great example. Um, just such good stuff. That's amazing. Um, so let's see. Uh, Ian says, my dad and I share a career path of engineering and frequently get lost in the details of our own heads. My mom is the best at bringing us back to the moment, kind of like a big picture reminder. That's a good one, too. Um, a lot of these things that you see. Um, Ronald says. Hold on. Sundamon says, I'm late. And Slab says, hi, late. I'm dead. We're talking about, we're talking about mothering, not fathering. <laughs> I know. This is really you can funny. talk about bad puns when, we're, when it gets to Father's Day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's see what, which one was I on? Oh, Ronald says with my girlfriend, she usually puts my head on her lap and traces her hand on my face or plays with I my know. hair. I love usually that so much. Sleep. Yeah. That's that comforting thing. That restful thing. <gasps> I'm getting tired. Um, just thinking about it. Actually, <laughs> <sighs> That's the like hide under the wings thing. Like you'll see, you know, the little, the little chicks under the, you know, the mama wings. And yeah, I was just thinking too, I, I hope that, um, as, uh, the ideas and, and stereotypes continue to have uh, the lines are blurred as far mm-hmm. as what is and isn't allowed from one gender or another that yeah those things that you loved that um, motherly that were motherly to you coming from male or female or something that you know that you can also carry on 
um, things that you get to do that mm -hmm. represent that mothering style, whatever that means for you. I love that a lot of it's intellectual too. Like one of the things I learned from my mom was how to stand up against people, no matter their rank or mm -hmm. whoever they were. Like there is yeah. no one that I should be afraid of standing up against and speaking my mind. There's consequences for that. And I definitely hit mm -hmm. that a lot and continue to do that in my life. <laughs> but there's a certain level of bravery where if I felt that there was an injustice or something was being done to me or someone that I considered someone that I cared for, that I, she always had my back. Um, you know, marching into meetings at schools and being like, if what my daughter is saying is true, then you're in the wrong and calling other people out. Mm -hmm. I learned that from my mom. I learned that, that brazenness and, yeah. uh, from her for sure. Something uh, that I, I do appreciate to this day. Nice. Uh, Elizabeth says my mom always made us homemade cards growing up. I never knew where she found the time because she was always so busy with her school kids and church kids. Um, yeah, there is also this element okay, of parenting. Okay, I thought I thought she was <laughs> Elizabeth. This is so dumb. I'm like, wow, she made her own playing cards for you. <laughs> <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope, no, cards like cards, like, just like you know, like a Hallmark card, Danae. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> a, a mom mark card. Uh, yeah, so. This is another thing is the idea of busy moms and busy parents and the idea of finding time to invest is a big one as well. Lolly, thank you for this. In my family, my mom is the one with the puns in bad jokes. Absolutely. There you go. So maybe Slab should have said, hi, late. I'm mom. <laughs> there you go. Uh, done it that way. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, some of the Some of the ideas, the mothering ideas. I, I just wanted to take gender stereotypes and kind of turn them on their head a little bit and just say, you can celebrate the idea of what a mom means to you, no matter who it's coming from mm -hmm. um, over the course of Mother's Day. Also, because not everybody has great relationships with their genetic mothers and, and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think it's important to look around us to our community and go, you know, who are fulfilling these psychological roles in my life? Um, you know, mm -hmm. it, it could be a therapist. It could be, you know, anyone who's um, pouring into you in some of those ways that we normally have considered gender norms of a mother, you know, pouring into a child. So, yeah. So there you go. Ready for the you section, Danae? I am so ready. Oh, Look at okay. me. All right. I'm super ready. I'm focused. All right. This is the part where uh, you get to control the show. If you have a topic you want us to talk about, if you have a question you want us to answer, uh, just send it our way. Uh, you can put a little uh, you at the beginning so that you. we know it's coming from you. You. Uh, and it's a question that you, uh, you. you want us to answer. You. So, yeah. It's the D you. and A and you. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Hey, what's your question today, Aaron? Oh, wait, you already asked it. I did. I did. Mm. I have to tell well, you. Well, if nobody has you questions today, we'll just, you know, we'll just move we on. That's talk. fine. We just move talk. On. Hey, you don't shame the chat like that. They're thinking. No, I mean move on to the next thing. I like I'm I wasn't saying oh my like goodness. we have a next thing. What's the next thing? <laughs> well, we can either finish the show or we can talk about anything else that's on our minds. I don't you know. Slab asks, are there any thoughts about your D D character last week? Oh, that was on Danae's D D therapy um podcast show thing. It's on Twitch what right we... now. 
It's just call them shows. D and D therapy, where my uh, dungeon master friends and I get together and talk about all things D and D. And yeah, we got together we uh, um Tuesday last week and pulled Aaron in for a chat mm -hmm. about the game. Uh, since one of our stretch goals is to um play a Dungeons and Dragons game together mm -hmm. with, with yep. Aaron as the the noob. So yeah, what were your post? chat thoughts I'm, i am curious as well i think my tldr uh on the whole experience is i learned what kind of DD &D player i would be which is i can't be the one who decides everything i just i need to be shown what i'm dealing with and then i can perform as that character because there's so much to the game that is it can be intense and intricate that my brain will immediately want to do it the best and, you know, accomplish, you know, all of the things. And, uh, and that, that would be a, a life change. <laughs> like my family would suffer, my career <laughs> would suffer. Uh, so that was just kind of self-realization of when I do this, if I do this, just put a character sheet in front of me and then I'll, I'll go off of it. You know, like I can't play much of a role in that kind Which of stuff. Which is hard for me because I want to go deep. Like I want this to be something where I get to show you the game game. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I learned some stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a little bit worried about this, but well, well, we still I don't have time. think I'm a great match for D and D. I really don't like. I mean, and that's okay. Like, you know, we're not. We all don't. Ha we, we all don't match with every you know part of life. I, I think I, you would be great at it. I think the initial, I think the initial introduction to it is going to be a little bit overwhelming, and then and that was an experiment to kind of go, hey, it's like the tour of campus, right? Right. I took you on the tour of campus and kind of showed you around. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, there's a lot here. And then it's like, yeah, but just wait until it starts. And then it, you know, it can kind of grow from there. So I have some ideas, but yeah, ultimately I'm. I, I think want, I, I, I cannot see for me uh, being a great D&D &D player, except in the sense of performing. Like, I think I would have a lot of fun embracing a character and being a character within a situation but as far as the gameplay part, I would have to disconnect from that or it would just be it would be so hard because, listen, do you ever want to get to the end of your campaign? Because I I would just like it would take so much. You've seen me play Ruma Cube. You know how my brain works. Like, yeah. you know, that's just a simple put numbers in order game. And I spend 20 minutes looking for the perfect move. Like, yeah, it's no, just, I want you in, I want you to be in that space. I think oh, it could be really interesting. <laughs> uh, well, if you think that would be interesting, uh, we are six people away, uh, six people, uh, six members of yeah. Team DNA we'll away, we'll $5 see. a month, six more people to say, you know what, uh, I want to support uh, what goes on at Studio I, DNA. I want to see Aaron and Danae suffer <laughs> at the same time in different ways um here's one from nick uh we know you don't watch trailers aaron but if you had to watch one from the upcoming year what one would it be the movie i thought was going to be the worst probably i'd probably because like i don't want to ruin the good movies right. um so i would probably be 
you know, some movie I'm not at all. I, it would probably be like um, some sort of horror movie that I'm just not there interested at all. And I'd, I'd watch that trailer if somebody made me watch one. Here's one from Ian. My niece is turning four next month, and I finally have the all clear to buy her movies. Ooh. Suggestions for a four-year-old. She's mainly only seen Disney movies so far, and Raya is her favorite. Yeah. We chatted a little bit about this, too. Like, it kind of depends on the kid. Mm-hmm. So I learned, for example, that um, my four-year-old is, and she just turned four in April, so she's really close to the same age. She's really, really sensitive to movies that have an angry face person. Mm-hmm. Like when the bad guy, when they focus a lot on the anger expression, she gets triggered, like to tears triggered. Mm-hmm. So it's really scary for her. So she is sensitive to that. Um, so I had her Which watch- Which is every movie, by the way. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, so. but so she watched Shaun the Sheep Farmageddon. So my recommendation mm-hmm. would probably be Shaun the Sheep just because I just watched it and it's really, really cute. Um, and it also does something interesting with language where it's not all spoken, like it, it's expressive wor- uh, noises rather than vocabulary. So it's mm-hmm. the child is more focused on the uh, visuals of what's happening and um, almost even learning about how you say a word can express something um, interest- in an interesting way. So she really enjoyed that. For her, we have to kind of stop and pause and take breaks at specific points because the a huge portion of the last part of the movie is all focused on this very angry woman. And so it's mm-hmm. a little too intense. Um, but those are really, really cute if you haven't tried those yet. Aaron? Uh, so many things to say. Obviously, you know my first go-to is going to say the Pixar library. Um which you probably under, you understand. Uh, Paddington movies are so great and um, so fun to watch with kids. Um, Paddington 1 and Paddington 2 uh, are, are really, really fun. Oh, Paddington. Um, maybe they, maybe we should try Paddington. A lot of the Aardman stuff is great. Uh, you mentioned Shaun the Sheep. There's also the Wallace and Gromit stuff. There's um, uh, the Chicken Run um, is a ton of fun. Uh, so those, those are really great with the, with the youngster and then, then, yeah, you just got to know your youngster and kind of what they're into and you know, what their triggers are and also what they really, really enjoy. Um, but, uh, but then you've got stuff like from the Lord and Miller camp where you go to like cloudy with a chance of meatballs, which is so much fun. Um, so the cloudy with a chance of meatballs movies are great. Um, Aaron. Okay. Okay. You're good. <laughs> is, is, is that enough? I was just gonna say, like Lego Movie is in that you know Lord and Miller realm, um, and then of course the Mitchells versus the Machines that just came out on Netflix is in that same realm uh, as well. So, um, yeah, it just kind of once you kind of zone into the kind of movie they really like, you'll notice there are other movies like that, um, you know, from the same producers, that kind of stuff. So that would be my um, my thing. Lolly says, ooh, do old school stop motion Paddington. It's an old fashioned kid show where nothing ever happens. <laughs> I I mean, I've been watching the old Disney stuff and it's like nothing happens in this entire movie. And we were entertained apparently. Yeah. At one point in time. Yeah. Didn't take <sighs> much. Didn't take much. Yep, yep. Uh, go back up to the top because I missed one from Caleb. Okay. Caleb says, if you had to go on a road trip with a younger version of yourself, what age would you choose? Well, I would definitely not choose the age where I was involved in illegal activities, um, just because that's dumb. 
So that takes out, let's see how many years. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, you know, maybe I should just go. And I was way too, uh, last year. No, no, let, let's go with the right before I had a kid, just real recent version of myself where I was, um, and it, I thought interesting person. Uh, there, there are a couple ways to look at this question. The actual true answer is I would go with whatever version of myself was the youngest that could also understand the importance of what I was telling them. Uh, so that is probably in the 16, 17, you know, range. I think there's, uh, I had enough maturity to take seriously some things. <clears throat> and then I would just spend the entire road trip talking about stocks to buy, uh, sports games to bet on, um, ways to make, you know, so That's much good. monetary resource, right. uh, yeah. generational yeah. wealth. Uh, this for... is why I'm excited to play D and D with you. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, the actual answer, which is, is obviously very greedy. And, but that is probably true. Like if I could talk to my older self, I would say buy Google. Man, buy some Google stock, uh, you know, and get the Dogecoin early. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not the Dogecoin. Yeah. Bitcoin, yes. Uh, Dogecoin, uh, no. Uh, maybe some Ethereum, but uh, but maybe some Litecoin. But other than those three, probably it's just, you know, you're just throwing out a flyer at that point. Um, um, I wanted to put this out for Kale. So uh, since you're on Twitch, Follow me um, and my friends at D and D therapy. I'll put it in the chat for you. The question, by the way, is how does one even begin to get into uh, D and D from the amazing kale? Uh, certainly a lot of ways um, to do that. The more sentimental answer to the question um, would probably be uh, right before I had um, my first kid and just to have a conversation about what parenting is like, what the ups and downs are going to be, all that kind of stuff, um, I think would be a valuable conversation. So that was when I was like uh, 23. You know, we had our first child when I was 24. So, um, and I'd been married four years at that point. That's right. I got married at 20, y'all. JCD says, what is a genre that you generally stay away from? And is there an exception to that genre? Oh, of course. Horror? Yeah. Horror. And yes, there are exceptions. Yeah. Um, mostly because I just, there's already so much of my imagination that's activated and um, the imagery and stuff kind of follows me home, so to speak, mm -hmm. or literally, uh, depending on how vivid my imagination is, that is just for clarification. That's my normal personality. That's how I've always been. Um, I just don't like that stuff camping out in my psyche. Um, so the only exception has been, I was asked to, um, watch one for my job and I had to trust my team that they were putting something in front of me that wasn't, uh, really disturbing. And it worked out in that I trusted my team. I watched it and it wasn't something that was like debilitating. Uh, so that's so far the only ex exception. And I did, I have gone to the theater to see a thriller like which is different so there's horror and then there's like this like the thrilling and i went what what, what was it aaron because it was for sif pop and i was mad at you about it and i remember being like i can't believe i'm going to the theater and watching this movie with you all i remember from it now is that there was somebody crawling underneath the porch 
I don't remember. But I was not happy with you. I, I'm still not happy with you, actually. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> I don't know why I would have made you watch a horror movie. It um, wasn't horror. <laughs> it wasn't horror. It was like a thriller. Oh, hmm. I don't know. If you can remember more details under than crawling underneath. No, see, that's the other thing is I have to work really hard to block it. And oh. I that's the only part that seeped out. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> that is yeah. really general, though. That's I'm my sure same that's... answer. That's my same answer. Uh, you know, I I don't deal with the bringing it home thing as much as much as it's just like this is a waste of my time because I don't gain any benefit from the feelings that this movie wants me to have. Horror movies, I don't gain benefit, personal benefit or joy from being scared. I like it's just not something I'm interested in. Um, I don't gain benefit or joy from being grossed out. It's just not something I'm interested in. Um, so yeah, horror movies, uh, that play in that realm specifically are not great. There are plenty of quote unquote horror movies that I like. Uh, I understand, you know, some people play genre police about where you categorize movies and some people, well, that's not horror. That's a thriller and whatever genres are, they're so nebulous anyway, but I know people classify psycho as a horror movie. Um, I think it's a genius film and, uh, I've watched it many, many times. Um, then there are things like It Follows that has such a beautiful metaphorical message to it that um, that I that I respect it on such a level that, you know, the scares aren't the thing for me. It's just the idea of metaphor and what it's trying to teach us. Get Out is that way, has such a beautiful uh, metaphor and thing that it's trying to do. Um, so, yeah, there are certainly many examples of horror movies that I enjoy. There you go. Quote, unquote horror movies so quote unquote yeah. quote unquote yeah genre it's a weird thing <sighs> i just see a lot of people in the chat uh telling me how i should play dnd i know it's so exciting they're invested yeah i don't see oh. just four hours of aaron talking out which way to go left into the wood or right into the mountains <laughs> you know see you know I do I do think that it's interesting though because in this the fantasy world of Dungeons and Dragons you can experiment with what it means to do something completely outside of your norm and sure. and, and that's part of the fun of it is just like in life sometimes it's it's not about well, the right about it's acting. not about the right answer it's about whether it's about experiencing whatever choice you make well, that's what I love about acting. That's why I'm saying the piece I would connect to is the performance piece. Right, that, of course. That is the piece I would connect to. So that's the part that I, I want to spend time with you the, about. If I connect to the gameplay part, it's it's just like over. It just it will dominate my life. So I have to figure out the performance part and then just but like. that's part of why I don't want to build a character for you and then just give it to you. Because that to me is gameplay. Whereas a, building a character background and story is something that I think would be fun for you to be involved mm -hmm. with. Like I maybe can make the stats up for you, but we need right. to figure out who the person is and I want you to be involved in that personally. But yeah, we can talk about that again later. I know not everybody likes talking about D and D so. Well, no, I, I, yeah, I, I just, I have concerns, but I am more than willing to do it. And I think I will have a lot of fun. I really do. I think it, I had a lot of fun having the conversation with you and Ian on your show. So like, I know there is fun to be had. Um, that, that can definitely happen. Uh, the Amazing Kale says, you question, you have the chance to bring back one gadget or invention to a specific time period. What do you choose 
and what time period do you go Ooh. to? Uh, okay, the first one in my mind, I'm not, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip that one. Hold on, <laughs> gadget invention. There's so many. Sure, of course, yeah. Lots of ways to go. Okay, I want to do. Okay, um, Aaron, do you have one? No, I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking. thinking. I could start throwing stuff out if you want. Sure, go ahead. Uh, GPS would be a a really fun one. Electricity, though. You, I mean, you think about like GPS doesn't require. No. Okay. You can run that on batteries. Okay, batteries don't exist in every time period. I guess I'm thinking about sending mine back pretty far. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but I'm saying it comes like the batteries are in it. Like when you take it, I mean, if you want to say it'll run out of batteries eventually, you know, eventually that's fine. But, you know, you could, you could, uh, you could figure out a way to power stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you're going without electricity, that really limits the technology that would be fun to take back to, you know, I know to other places. Because there's so much that's dependent on other inventions. Yeah. What do, what do, what do you, what do you, uh, what kind of technology doesn't require power of some sort? Wheels, fire, <laughs> fire. pulley systems. Like they, they figured that stuff out. It was the, it was electricity and power in the harnessing of power that really allowed technology to, to boom and thrive. I, I, I'm like, uh, you take the, um, Oh my gosh, I can't think of I can't think of words at all. It's a type of skillet. Okay. Anyway, my brain guys. A I'm type a of skillet. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm thinking about sending it back like to the caveman. Your your right? choice is like a nonstick pan for the <laughs> no, caveman. No, 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 no. The other kind, the kind <laughs> that's really guys, like. It's called Teflon. What's it called? What's it called? <laughs> Teflon. No. <laughs> no the really heavy one that is super cast iron that's the one well that's, like that was that... invented in the middle no, like listen send it to the cavemen do you know what i'm saying like that would be interesting just to see what they would you do might with as it. well put teflon on there you might as well no, that's if wears off give them something that'll last a lifetime that's, that's interesting amazing. to me it's amazing the, the first... invention i'm gonna send back is the cast iron skillet no, the first one that i thought of um was for ladies there's some stuff that's been invented that's really oh, helpful that's a good now one. that no, i would send back one. i would send that back and be like here you go yeah <laughs> a little gift like, from from the future no but that's that's a that's a really good one um that was my that was my first one i was like should i say that birth like, control okay. even like that's it that's no, an interesting that's the, one too like, that, that requires like you have to reverse engineer that stuff to keep it to keep creating it oh i see what you're saying so you're saying that you like only like what you, you can put in your pocket, back, kind but of then thing. what would they do with it? Like yeah, you could send back an a, an antibiotic, which was mentioned in the chat by Slab, for example. Mm-hmm. But then how would so you just give them one dose and then they have to figure out how to create it again? Well, you can help them. I mean, you're you bringing it note. back. You're going you send the note. Like, well, no, you're going you back. Do. It says you give a chance to bring back. You're going with this invention back oh, to the past. No, thank you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ladies of the past, you're on your own. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Uh, yeah. No, those are some. Those that are would some be really burned at the stake. Medicine is is a really uh, really great thought. Well, it depends on when you go Want back to. to that's live. part of the question. That's part of the question as well. When you go back to, 
Um, I, I think there is something, you know, the, the fun answer is, is your phone, your cell phone, take it back because it is so many different things. It is the GPS, it is pictures, it is video, it is like all these things that it will blow people's minds, but there's not a lot of use to it. So I would hope I would be more practical with my idea, which is why I would think maybe something like automobile or, you know, electricity itself. Maybe you just take electricity and you move it back a couple hundred years and you see what that does, you know? So. I'm just looking at the, I'm looking at some of the things. Um, thank you, Wakad, for cast iron and Slenda and then Slenda <laughs> saying they would hit each other on the head with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Slab says cast iron was invented in the fifth century BC. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Kale says flex tape. It's not a bad idea. Flex tape would change the game. Yeah. Any, yeah. any kind of construction technology would be certainly a big deal during certain time periods uh, would advance civilization mm -hmm. in certain ways. Man, yeah. we got peanut butter, catapults, vaccines, smartphone to any time period where they wouldn't be called a witch. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. The wheel. Uh, Matt says, don't forget you have to take satellites too for some of that stuff for the GPS stuff. For to GPS. Work. So. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Or the phones or any of that. Yeah, yeah. there's an infrastructure. If there's you could an bring it back and be like, have. cool. Yeah. It doesn't do anything except for playing whatever game is installed on the phone as long as the battery lasts. <laughs> whatever picture you have on your hard drive, you could show. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's um, a good one. Did you talk about this one? Ian saying uh, solar panels integrate them as the first source of energy. Um, what's interesting about thinking about those kind of alternate histories is the idea of whatever comes first is then advanced first. And so there is something really interesting about the idea that if we did discovered energy through the sun first, how advanced that technology might be by now in the same way that electricity has advanced or automobiles have advanced or those kind of things. So um, that's, a, that's a really interesting thought, uh, Ian. Um, so there's certainly examples of other technologies being invented that take over the firsts. But, um, but yeah, you'd wonder maybe we would figure some that would be awesome storage stuff out for solar energy because the problem is not the actual energy of the sun the problem is our ability to store it uh for long periods right. of time battery um, cells and stuff mm -hmm. yeah so matt yeah. says i want to take back a band and play current music for different time periods to see their reaction oh that is that is burn at the stake kind of stuff like uh -huh. there were yeah. riots i forget which classical composer it was <clears throat> but generally, the the piece is now considered a classic. It's beautiful. It's this beautiful classical piece of music. The first time he premiered it in one of the opera halls, there was a riot. Like people le literally got up and started like storming the stage, and it spilled out into the streets. And it's just like music, man. It's people aren't ready. <laughs> people aren't ready. Has to happen in its time. Yeah, and there are some um, and. I was watching a stream the other day and it was like a, a two Russian composers or something that were literally uh, wanted for their music and there was no lyrics. It was just music. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you'd be in danger zone, yep. friend. Uh, Chris yep. Batkinson says, people always say the greatest thing since sliced bread. So I'd probably show some Mesopotamian bakers 
what a bread knife is. <laughs> and then the amazing Kale responds, yo, this bread is so symmetrical. <laughs> amazing. Uh, JCD asked the right of spring. That might have uh, been it. it? 1913. That might have been the one. Right of uh, That might have been the one. Um, I was thinking it was in the 19th uh, century, though. But um, uh, says the riots at 1913 premiere of the rights of spring was one of the most famous scandals in the history of arts. Um, after a hundred yeah. years of retelling, there are a few accounts of the night from the composer, Igor Stravinsky. Stravinsky. Yeah. I think that's it. When Is was that? that? When were those riots? Was it early? 20th? Okay. So it was early 20th century, not 19th century. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, it just blows my mind. You know, that was, that was just over a hundred years ago. People rioted because of classical music <laughs> like, it's just it's wild it's just wild it's just wild yeah i'm now reading about it i don't i i i, I shouldn't though because i'm doing something right hey listen now. you know watching somebody <laughs> read something on, on the show is you know i also looked up flex tape because i wasn't quite sure what that was so that's interesting yeah what's the is flex tape the uh that's a lot of damage is it that guy or is that something else I have no somebody, idea. Somebody, it's a somebody, super strong waterproof tape that can instantly patch, bond, seal virtually anything and can be applied on a dry or wet surface. <clears throat> I think it's the that's a lot of damage guy uh, okay. is the flex tape guy. Um, somebody okay. in the chat can correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, are you not familiar with that meme? Though that's no. a lot of damage meme? No. Okay. Mm -mm. Yeah. Uh, all right. One more. Let's do one more. Tyler says, if you could lead any school clubs, what would you lead? Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that seems like an easy one for Danae. Yep. Um, clubs. What classifies as a club? So like basketball would be a sport. Well, like a gaming right? club or something where we just try theater? different kinds of games. Is theater a club or is sure. that just like an extracurricular activity? Because it would probably be that. I was very, very much into theater. I was in chess club. I don't know that I would lead chess club. Um, you know, I did a lot of uh, fun stuff like that. If I was inventing a club... For high school, um, maybe like a puzzle club, something like that, where it's like you do um, Sudoku and other famous puzzles, but then you also do like these rare types of puzzles that are fun. Um, there'd be some, you know, cryptograms in there, all sorts of like fun puzzle stuff. Uh, that would have definitely been my jam. I would absolutely have led a puzzle club at, at school um, for that. A puzzle so, club. Would there, there be rules? No, Stan, you can only put one puzzle piece in. It's not your turn. Different. No, different. That's a jigsaw puzzle. I'm talking oh, okay. about like, you know, math puzzles and, and that kind of stuff. So uh, JCD has confirmed. That is correct, Aaron. He's also the one who will cut a boat in half. Yep. That's a lot of damage. That's what, that's what he says. <laughs> you want me to say again? That's a lot of damage. Wow. I feel perfect like we should watch this. Hold on. It's a perfect imitation. That's a lot of damage. Okay, okay, let's see. He stabs, let's he stabs see. a bucket like with a knife and then puts Share the flex screen. on. screen. This is very dangerous as I have not actually. Okay. Yeah, that's the guy. You may have seen a few people yeah, test flex seal on a bucket. What? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> see? There he is. He just bowie knife that That's a lot thing. of damage. Uh -huh, yeah. That's okay. a lot of damage. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, the things there you, you go. learn on the show, guys. The things you learn <laughs> on the show. 
thank you guys we love you thanks for hanging out with us on mondays and some days uh yes we will eventually do another someday show we are busy busy people and so we want that is why we committed to make sure we're here every monday because we do Just want to make sure we, have we to hang out with one. you mm-hmm. at least one day a week we want to hang out with you more and we hope to continue seeing that happen. If you want to know if we ever go live on a non-Monday, just subscribe to whatever platform you're using to watch us on, whether it be one of our Twitches, whether it be uh, YouTube or um, the social media site that shall not be named, uh, wherever it is, subscribe there, follow there, and you should get a uh, some sort of notification uh, when we go live uh, for those. So... Uh, appreciate that all the stuff down below feel free to follow us on twitter at aaron dicer at danae says uh you can join uh team dna as we mentioned we need six more people at five dollars a month to join team dna uh to get to the 41 members of team dna is what we're looking for for this next level uh and that will be the dnd level where we will do a dnd campaign live for you um that again is five bucks a month at patreon.com slash studio dna Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I think uh I think that's pretty much it. We love you guys. Appreciate you guys. We'll see and you we'll on the next Monday or someday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.